in the real world. With cars and houses and time. There lived two bohemian housewives with deep Midwestern roots. Then one day, they were and dropped into the middle of Crown Heights, Brooklyn, and Iowa City, Iowa. These are their stories. Dun 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 da. Dr. Claver. Miss Besser. Oh. Lovely to see you. Cheers. Oh, so now, I, now I get to do my reveal. <laughs> so for all of you who are listening on the radio, I have a real big glass of rosé here. And um, <laughs> this is, a, as a matter of fact, a present. The glass is a present from um, our lawyer, our shared lawyer together and separately individual collective (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the special thing about this glass is that it holds an entire bottle of wine so which lawyer gave you this Austin gave me this yeah Yeah, that's it yeah yeah I mean no shade Sean you would also come up with such a great gift but it does feel very within the realms of Austin's gift giving Austin is more likely to give a booze gift, a booze-related gift than Sean. Both lawyers are terrific gift givers, I will say. Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah, I, you know, you, of course, are in the studio. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and I'm here in my office in Iowa City, and I do not have a kitchen right behind me, um, as right. you do in the studio. So I knew I had to plan ahead. Yeah, you did. Pour half a bottle of wine. It's just, it's not all the way full. It's half a bottle of rosé with, that's with right. a spherical ice cube. So that's what's happening over here. Okay. Well, I, I, te- I did text Becca earlier to ask what she was drinking. And um, she said it was the pink stuff. Um, and then I went on to see how fat quickly I could get some delivery pink stuff, some maybe delivery bop, some delivery anything. I would have been really bop. I could have taken some bop in a heartbeat. And turns out delivery was not happening. I had to go pick up and that wasn't going to happen because I was having my caffeine shut down and the dog is sleeping and I just can't put him in the crate at that point. But um, so I had to go with the red that I have at home, which honestly... I was really upset about, but I'm, I'm doing oh, really? better. Yeah, I was. I was fucking pissed about it, and um, it wasn't what I wanted. It's not a typical RHB. We do bop. We do 
pink. Like yeah, we did plenty of red in our day. Oh, in, in the winter, winter time. time. In the winter time. Yeah. 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 So, so now we even know what season it is. We don't know. Well, I'm sweating, so I think it's summer. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like summer came because I'm just it's humid and I'm sweaty at this point. Yeah, my hair but, is a little big. It's a little humid in Iowa too. So. I think your hair looks good. I mean, it looks good because it has body in it, thanks to the humidity. Oh, see, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mine looks good because I washed it three days ago. Ooh, congrats. Yeah. Thank you. It was the first time I took a shower in, you know, so long I couldn't remember. And um, I kept thinking my hair looks like really good. Like, yeah, like I've got kind of this like beachy vibe going. And then I got out of the shower and my hair dried and I was like, you... <laughs> You like whoever I think it was me that gaslighted myself to think that like my dirtiest hair is my best hair is like that's not the case at all. Like I can like run my fingers through it and get all like '90s supermodelly about it. Yes, I did just refer to myself as a '90s supermodel, and like I that's what I need out of my hair, not like some sort of like matted rat's nest that belongs at like. I don't know, Bonnaroo in 98. Like, I just, you know, Bonnaroo wasn't even around in 98. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> so, yeah. I don't, was, oh, my God. What was around Lollapalooza? No, Lollapalooza as a touring thing was started a little earlier than that. But then, yeah, Bonnaroo, I feel like, came around. I don't know. When did it come out? Um, if, you, if anyone has any information about this, it's Real Housewives of Bohemia at Gmail. Yeah, um, we still got a Gmail, so we do. hit us up anytime. Well, I would say your hair right now looks um, beach wavy for sure. I mean, in the current three days out from the shower. Thank you. Um, this is going to be the episode where we just like talk about things hair? we can't see. It's just, it's exciting oh. to see each other, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I'm kind of in the, I'm talking about anything and everything that isn't the present reality that I'm facing. And I think that that's true for all of us in these pandemic times. Um, but yeah, I could like burn through a good 45 on how our hair looks <laughs> and put it up as a podcast. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? And it might be a video podcast. You never that's know. Right. Yeah. So I've got this giant, um, <sighs> Full wine bottle size glass, um, courtesy Austin King. I am wearing a shirt that says nostalgia on it that I taped a little sign that says, Oh my gosh, save us now. And the last time I wore this shirt was at my book launch for Empire Wasted, which was like a month before I left New York. Um, and Lauren gave me this shirt. Yep. And, um, you know, I, uh, we're both nostalgic. Nostalgia got really complicated once America started being made great again. And um, yeah, so as we've covered, um, <laughs> really, our hair looks good. As we've covered, my hair looks good. <laughs> Your hair looks good. <laughs> my relationship to nostalgia has changed somewhat. I don't think I, will ever really not be a nostalgist. I really think it's like hereditary. Um, okay. I get it from my dad for sure. Like it's the okay. same, he's the same way. Um, but I think my relationship to nostalgia 
is different. What is your relationship to nostalgia right now? It's running my entire life. It's, I breathe it, I eat it, I sleep with it. I am having sex with it currently. (laughs) I am, yeah, we are very interconnected. I am, um, yeah, we're just going to say it, uh, listeners. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the studio. I'm moving in a week, which means that uh, there will no longer be any Real Housewives in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They will still be in Bohemia, of course, because Bohemia is a, as we've discussed at length, is a concept. It's a place. It's a, it's all sorts of things. Um, State of mind. Yeah. Modality. I think it's, I was getting into some of that shit at some point. <laughs> I'm just so happy that you're, that you're, you're Dr. Claver PhD because like, yeah, like I would never say the word modality and yet that is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> I like to go high and low. You know? Yeah. I like to go That's right. And then low. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So my relationship to nostalgia is really rough right now because I'm, I'm grieving something Thing that's right in front of me mm-hmm. and I know you know this too you left you know like it's um yeah so what I loved and well I guess I left like a month after Trump got elected so it was like the beginning of this yeah that just keeps getting worse yeah you know? but it was not like this it was not like daily life was drastically different for everyone in New York City you know it was yeah a different kind yeah of- more yeah. 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 It feels, um, New York, it's so, it's wild because it feels like it's total, it's exactly the same and like totally gone and always will be here and will never be the same and will never change. Like it's, it's so, it's all the things at the same time as it always. Well, right. is. Yeah. It's funny because when I hear you say that, it's like that was true about leaving New York three and a half years ago too, but now mm. it's like so intensified, you know? Like yeah. I feel like it's that time, like turbocharged now. Yeah. Yeah. There's some turbocharge to it for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's turbocharged feels and vibes, you know, and it's also, let's, we can also say in astro love, it's the new moon friends. So that's, um, why we decided to do today also was to kind of, we picked the special day of the new moon in Gemini Mm -hmm. because it's Friday night. Yes. And Venus is day. (laughs) Venus is day. It's and Venus is retrograde. There's there's a lot of astro love happening up there. Yeah, um, there is. So this is your last new moon. Like, uh, yeah, it's my last new moon. It's my last like moon phase because I already had the last full moon. I will be in. I'll, I'll definitely be on the road. I, I will likely be in New Mexico by the next full moon, which is like, you know, two weeks away. So that's wild stuff my hands are clammy I'm like mm-hmm. I feel yeah even talking about it is is just crazy I'm I'm no doubt gonna start weeping at some point on this <laughs> cast like it's yeah so yeah New Mexico for the full moon sounds uh yeah so, I like the sound of that thank you I think it will be just after I see you 
That's right. <laughs> After I stand on the overpass over I-80 and That's right. wave at you. Or maybe we'll meet up. Anyway. We're going we're gonna to meet up. It's, I mean, I'm not driving. Like 80 goes through Iowa City. It's not like even a detour. It's like all I have to do is pull off the interstate. I'm not going to – no. Fuck that. No. <laughs> we're seeing each other. I was hoping that we were going to cast, and then I had to – and Becca was like, so you're going to bring your microphone, like, in the essentials? And No – I wasn't, no I wasn't, I wasn't, being no, I was excited. No, it was just a good question to ask because it really brought it to me. Like, right. Like you're going to be trying to drive like 12 hours in one day and have like coffee with your beloved cancer, witch, and like also cast, which is basically just us talking, but like, you know, I don't know. I think I'm being a little overzealous in some of my, plans like i wanted to walk over the brooklyn bridge in pandemic times um before i left like there's all these i remember okay so the last cast we had before you left i was like so what's your like what are the what museums do you have to get to you were like um zero none i'm that's not at all what i'm trying to do and that is kind of where i'm living now like I was um very intensely yeah like just like I need what'd you say you can't go to the museum no I can't go to the museum and I also can't like I don't I can hardly walk around the block on Park Place where I've lived for nine years without a hat on to block my view of just like what's going on because I can't look at Brooklyn like I am a fucking wreck. Put me on the fucking Brooklyn Bridge, like alone with no one around. Like, first of all, the staggering beauty of it. Like, I don't think I could, I, I can't, no, I can barely look at the lilacs on my coffee table right now. I, I don't know how I'm supposed to just oh, go I like. I on Instagram or somewhere. Very yeah. yeah. I, I probably put them on. I'm a real cross poster. I don't know the rules about like stuff like load that. I'd say load it up. Load her, load her up. Like I just, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want that. I saw something about like shading somebody with like yellow hearts, that that means some sort of like, like send them a yellow heart and that will really show them. And I was like, wow. I, I didn't this, know is that. Is a millennial type situation? Yeah. Um, I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. We got to call Elena. You're yeah. right. Let me send our Zoom link to a millennial and see if we can find out about yellow hearts because I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah. yeah, yellow hearts. I think there's stuff about like quote tweeting stuff that people don't like or something. I don't know. I clearly don't give a fuck. I think because I just do, I, I, yeah, I have a... Anyway, whatever. Who fucking cares? See, here I am trying to talk about my social media presence, which is nothing nil. And like, <laughs> instead of talking about the fact that in seven days I'm never coming back to 586 Park Plays, the studio. So there are a lot of things that I don't know, like details. And I don't know if asking them on the cast is going to like be too much but like I don't even know like the day you're leaving for example like a week from tomorrow it's a week yeah okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude like I'm and like 
Yeah. A week from tomorrow, unless I change it, which I actually am constantly thinking about because I'm like, well, I should set leaving on a Saturday is really weird. I should leave on a Monday because of all of the reasons I've decided in my head, like, no, I can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> Die. Cause like, this is my last weekend then if the movers come a week, a week from tomorrow That's right. and not that weekends mean anything anymore. <laughs> right. Like who can but like all of a sudden in, you know, if I'm, if I'm living in nostalgia and like pre pandemic timeframe universe, mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, I can't leave on, like I need to, I can't, yeah, I can hardly. Yeah. So this will be my, this could, this, will likely be the last weekend and then I'll be packed up. I might sleep on like an air mattress in the empty studio so that I can like leave early in the morning and try to make it to Chicago in one drive, mm-hmm. which is not that brutal. I've done much longer than that, but like also, cause if the, if the movers come at a, you know, whatever time, if they're late and what, and I'm getting on the road at 1 PM, like that sounds like torture. Yeah. But also staying here in an empty place on an air mattress, like I, I. Or you even sleep, like should no. get in the car. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, and then I'm like, well, then I can like take Luca on a long walk in the neighborhood. It's like, I do, do I seriously think that's going to happen? Like I, again, I'm a week out and I can't look at the building across the street from me. I'm like walking around with like a shield on. But you're taking such beautiful photos, speaking of other things that people can't see on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, this is exactly, this is always what they would say in improv, like, don't do scenes about the person who's not there. And it's like, you will, but it's so fun to talk about someone else. Um, Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I am. All the cameras be your eyes. That's right. The camera, oh, Becca, there she is, the poet, there she is, Ching Ching, sister, beloved. Uh, (laughs) a lot of those pictures are being taken in like a two block radius though to be honest I mean the beginning of it was long long walks but this is now just like very very much just sort of what I'm catching within the smallest radius because I and it's kind of cool to see how much I can how much I'm seeing now that I've like seen the first layer and now the second layer and like other things are kind of popping out that I wouldn't have seen before so it is sort of a nice way to like love up on the nabe but I mean you know that's similar to what I did and it's also the poetics of the everyday you know it's like what is always there right in front of you is the hardest thing to see Mm. and I think one of the ways that we see it is by knowing that we're gonna leave it you know like that's one of the ways it can sharpen into focus like Art can do it, sure, like mm-hmm. photos, poems, whatever. But I think there's something about like the frame of imminent loss, shall we call it? <laughs> that is one of the things that yeah. like shows you what's right in front of you. But also it's funny because as I was hearing you say that, I realized that I've had a weirdly parallel experience in Iowa City, which like I'm not planning to leave anytime soon, but there's something about just kind of like not having a destination anymore Mm. that like has been revealing like just layers underneath layers of like what's just right 
in front of me and like what was, mm. all, what was just like a few blocks away this whole time and like some yeah this yeah so maybe it is a weird like pandemic phenomenon on top of a New York goodbye <sighs> that's a lot of layers yeah like there's everything you're doing is intensified and so like leaving New York is what was that? I posted some essay. It's like the only place that people leave and feel like they have to like write an essay about it or like yeah, explain themselves. Explain yeah, explain themselves. Like you must give reason why yeah. are you what leaving is, New York? What is this nonsense? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come before the jury and explain <laughs> yourself before you leave. <laughs> That's right. It's funny. It's like. New York is also so hard to get into. Like there are so many yes. barriers keeping you out, even just like physically coming yes. to Jersey City. It's like, where the hell is the tunnel? Like the signs are like jokes, you know? Like they don't jokes. want you to come in and then it's like, how about pay $18 now yeah. at the pool booth or whatever, you know? Like yeah. everything feels so brutal when you're trying to get in. And then like maybe that's it. Maybe there's just like a, a psychological toll when you're when you're yeah. trying to get out. That's that's it's not yeah. well. I mean, it costs money, obviously, but right, that's not the way it costs money to enter. So no. yeah, it's like if you did all that to show up in this place, and it's not simple or easy. Like other cities, you can just drive into. You know, like you don't have to pay. Yeah. anything. you don't have to like find a weird tunnel. No. Like, it's not. I was saying that to someone. I was like, about leaving, sleeping over in the empty apartment, and then leaving early. And I was like, you know, you even if where you're going is only an hour away out of New York City, you it takes an at least one hour to just get out. Like in Brooklyn, I have at least two, like a bridge and a tunnel at the very like least to get to the continental United States. Like I'm on a island next to an island next to like it I don't think unless you know New Jersey yeah. the yeah like it's like you've gotta work to leave and work to get here and work to stay here and all the things and yeah and I think I've, I was saying to my tarot reader earlier which was a really lovely wonderful experience um that I feel like I'm having like a like an um an inter I'm I'm the pregnant person at an internal um, baby shower and I am the like head of the family at an endless external funeral. So I'm like, my outside experience is I am in charge of a funeral that won't end and that I am also close to the person who's dying and or has died and also i'm like the expectant person who's about to give birth to something new and is full of terror but is being celebrated <laughs> on the inside wow it's a fucking mind fuck let alone anything else packing a box oh there goes my phone see honestly see you know what i mean well, and also, I mean, I think part of the reason maybe people have to write goodbye to all that essays when they leave New York is because like, that's a ritual, you know, like you write the yeah. thing and it's sort of ritualistic to write it. But like, we do not have 
that many rituals in our culture Mm, mm. and we are not like really I mean I know some people still are but like we're not really allowed to gather in ritual at all right now Mm, so it's like mm -hmm. that is causing lots of people so much grief and like so much lack of closure and this in a way you know like okay, maybe it's not a funeral, but it kind of is. Maybe it's not a baby shower, but it kind of is. And like, you don't get the ritual. Like you don't get to like pass through that space and enter onto the other side. I mean, hopefully, I know you are queen of rituals and I'm sure sure you're going to be doing some things. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so maybe we can get a ritual room update in a sec. What's happening there? Okay, okay, Um, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) I mean, even just like a goodbye party as a ritual. Yes. Like, well, and I'll tell you, I don't know if I would ever leave if, if those things were available to me. Like if I could go to like my quote last Broadway show and walk down Broadway and smoke a joint and go to my favorite go to supper and have lemon pasta with Mandy like honoring our sisters shout out to Mandy love you um but like that's I don't I don't know if I would I truly don't know like the I think the fear that came over me being here alone and I think that I mean that's something else that's like oh I have makeup on don't rub it off um I I think you know pandemic times make us it's just, you know, things have changed on a dime. And what does that mean in terms of like what I want in my life? And I think something that I've thought about a lot is that like, I have made so many life choices. All of my life choices have been to uh, maintain my independence, to main- to keep my, like pretty much in the, in the, certainly in the last 11 years, 15 years to like at all costs stay in a city, to be surrounded by that type of like city culture, museums, art, galleries, concerts, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and if, yeah, and if, if, as you know, I have not had kids, I have not found a partner. I've been single for a long time. Like I haven't dated, I had none of that kind of stuff. And what, if, if this like fierce independence is sort of like, so that I can do whatever the fuck I want, travel, spend a year in Provence, do whatever, like, to, but all of that is taken away. Okay. Then what is this fierce independence? Not for, because I know what it's for, but how do I now create it in a different space and time? I'm a different person. I'm turning 40 this year. I'm, I don't need to go to clubs. And I I mean, I specifically remember being at a club in Chicago at like four o'clock in the morning, dancing to house music, being like, I will be 40 years old doing this. This is the only thing I will ever want to do. This is the greatest moment of my life and it will continue forever. And I don't want that. I can't get away from me. Like, don't bump up against my shoulders. Like, I don't want to have to yell for a drink. Like, certainly don't want to have, like, bros flirting with me. Like, I just can't take any of that anymore. And what I want is, like, family and community. And I'm not saying kids, but, like, I mean, you know, in pandemic times, watch me have 15. But, like, you know, I want, I want a garden. I want outside space. I want to be able to like have a fire with like somebody, friends I care about, even maybe even a a partner. Like, what could you imagine? Like things have shifted and all of these choices to remain independent in it and live this like city life are in question. And I, you know, I digress and I get exactly to the point. So (laughs) 
And you want a window over your yeah. sink, if yeah. I recall correctly. That's right. Um, and a lemon tree and a soaking tub. Those are the three biggest. <laughs> yes. And now I want three stained glass windows also. Mm. So, what, What's going to be on them? Anything. Or I don't... Yeah, I just want I just want them. Yeah. I don't think one is enough and I think more than three is too many and two doesn't feel purposeful. So <laughs> I've thought a lot about it. And so I want three <laughs> stained glass windows. windows. Please. Yeah. And they can be like different space part you know, areas of the house, but it they don't have to be all together. They could be all together, but um two and one, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> but I want that. It's, it's beautiful. I can see it. Um, it makes me realize too that like you don't have a bucket list of things to do before you leave New York. First no, of because all, there's nothing to do. Yeah. But second of all, because you've done what you wanted to do in New York and there's probably three, four, five. So you don't have a bucket list, but you have a wish list, you know, like you have a vision. Yeah. You have a mood board, vision mood board. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I was. You have a wish list, like you have. You have a vision yes. where you want to be, and um, also things change and people change, and like yeah. you know, like now, it's not like that girl in the club would disapprove of you. I mean, maybe no. You know, she just like she didn't even understand that you would. No, she didn't. She didn't. She was dumb. Twenty five, like sweet, sweet twenty five. God bless. Like, no, she didn't know. She knew exactly what was right for her in that moment, which I still support to this day. But well, yeah. Right, what she was saying is like, this is so important yes. to me and important to my identity. But guess what? It's still part of your identity. It's part of yeah. your story, you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, it feels... Um, yeah, it's just we Yeah, want... I mean, I think I could my therapist continues to tell me that, and even though she very much supports the move, um, that like, you know, I could have a lot of those things in New York, but the way to kind of, the way of being here and the way of my being here is, it just doesn't work for me anymore. And that was true before the pandemic. I mean, I was going to move this year. That was the thing. I was going to move in either May or October. And I kept pushing it to be like October. And then I was starting to be like, yeah, I could do another year after May. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens with career stuff. And like, once this hit and the kind of like intensity of, yeah, I think sort of, I think I, what I was just saying is sort of more of the like 70 day quarantine day perspective. I think day 13 was sort of like, I, I don't want to die alone. Like, I don't want to die alone. Like yeah. I have to get out of here. Like I love the studio is the best. It's the best. It's a beautiful place. It's a great apartment. The neighborhood's wonderful. My neighbors are great, but like I am in here by myself and like, I just, I want more community around me. And as we were saying in Marco Polo, like, you know, you know, this, so much of the really, <laughs> so much of the beautiful stuff and the beautiful like community that we created with our lawyers, God bless, and with Lily. Lily I, doesn't have like a lawyer um, 
She's not an Esquire, but she is absolutely a Bohemian housewife. She's a public health official yeah. on the front lines of the pandemic in New York City. So That's right. So she's basically the right now. Yeah. president of the United States. So we have, we have a... <laughs> she's like, oh God, I wish she were president. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like, what uh, is, that would be... That's what we mean. Yeah. Actually, is Lily the president of Bohemia? Wow. She's oh. just... Been- She's been quiet, quietly raining with a very light touch. Yes. Yes. Lily, we bow. We voted and we do bow. Like, this is correct. I think we're on to something here. Um, honoring our sisters, honoring our queen. Honoring. Yes, exactly. Queen honoring blood, queen, queen of Bohemia. Yes. <laughs> really discovered. And, and may she continue to reign over yes. this place. You know, in long health. Special street long. in Bohemia and in Monopoly. That's right. Park Place. Park Place. That's right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so much of the beautiful community that we created as friends arriving here in the same year become, are all of the connections, Austin bringing us together. Like that stuff is, it's been gone for a long time. And like, it's not like I was hanging up. I mean, am I hanging on to Bohemia? We already have established that Bohemia comes with us. Bohemia is everywhere. It's in our hearts. Yeah, exactly. So like, I just, oh, I'm just, yeah, I think there's, I think there's this grief. Like, I know you're still going to work at the new school and I, like, I might not be here. Don't worry, everybody. I don't have a job in the new school. <laughs> I know this is just my, it's my spell. So like, sorry, it's my spell, but it's going to, but like mark my fucking words, dear listeners. We are, I'm working hard on it. Um, yeah, it may happen one day. Thanks to Lauren's good spell work. Um, but yeah, so like I've been gone, I don't know, three years, four months, 21 days. <laughs> That might actually be right, though. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, anyway, who's counting? How long? Nobody's I've counting. Been I don't have an advent <laughs> calendar, but. <laughs> but because I've just like in, been in this weird, like in between academic job market, like trying to figure out my life, hashtag stay lost. Mm. Um, I think there was, there's always been like, sort of a glimmer of possibility that like maybe I'm coming back you know yeah and, like I, I really appreciate how my friends act like that's just like a real possibility that might right. be happening sometime yeah. in the near future because um, it has kept me open to hope and possibility in times of turmoil confusion <laughs> lostness etc um, do you have hope right now Oh no. <laughs> to you? <laughs> oh my god. That was okay. That's not that's not entirely true. I I have definitely been in like a pretty despairing place this spring, um, as have we all, I know. That doesn't mean that I don't have hope. Um it just means like hope is a little more shrouded than usual and um and it feels very abstract like i don't have hope for specific things happening uh-huh. i have hope that like everything will not just like 
crash and be broken forever. You know, like yeah. I have hope that the things that are broken that are breaking right now and continue to break that like new, better structures will be built in their place. So that's like a long-term hope, but yeah. the next six months to two years feels pretty, pretty nerve wracking. So yeah. yeah. Thank you for answering that, honestly. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you, any hope? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think I'm in this weird space because I'm moving. So like, I think the only, I mean, yes, there was this sort of like dire need to not die alone um, and to like have outdoor, like breathe fresh air that's not in the, in the studio only. Um, but I think that like what I, I think the most shocking thing for me about the move is that I'm like allowing more for myself. Like I'm, I, there's no certainty. There's no guarantee. This isn't about a job. This is just about like w what I've been talking about for a long time and the time feels like it's the, the time. Um, yeah. You're getting things flowing. Like yeah. What, so what was stagnant is now starting to flow and that that's right. Like whatever. That's hopeful. The, yeah. That's very hopeful. And like whatever yeah. the current is, like wherever it's going to take you is not entirely clear, but it's like the yeah. fact that the waters are moving is the yes. important thing because you yeah. felt, you felt stagnant in the studio for mm -hmm. the last couple of years. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was such a fucking shit show in the studio for the last couple of years. Like, you know, I mean, it was, I've also been like I've also, feeling in rebirth. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I was going to say like, it's been my sanctuary and my sanitarium. Like I have, yeah. Oh, sanctuary, sanitarium. Yeah. Studio. Do you want to touch on each of those? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, you, yes, I do. Um, Sorry, I I'm, a, I'm a teacher. I'm like, yeah, no. Say more. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh my God, we're so in tune. Um, Sanctuary Sanitarium Studio, which was that the order? Sanctuary Sanitarium yeah. Studio. Studio. Okay. Sanctuary. Yeah. You know? Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh my God. No, I can't. I can't. I might find. We'll see. We're going to see what comes. Cat in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> As you transition between them, feel free to. <laughs> cool. Good idea. That's great. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. 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 Well, Sanctuary, we have talked about many times over as, you know, trying to find Sanctuary. What does a, a modern witch do when she's looking for space <laughs> cathedrals that aren't dedicated to patriarchy like what do we do there's also like a vibe in my house of like every single thing that's on the wall is like a pretty intense religious iconography <laughs> and but in a pretty divine feminine uh slant mm -hmm. and when i say pretty i mean a hundred percent totally yes um 
with Kali reigning over all. Yeah, Kali's reigning, Mary's here, there's, God, of course, crystals, there's, yeah, lots Saint of- St. Teresa's uh, ringing her bells. Yeah, St. Teresa's around all the time. Yeah, there's, it's, you know, there's saints everywhere. It's, uh, Virgin of Guadalupe is present in many ways. There's just, yeah, there's a lot of women um, reigning divine in here. And so I think that, like, in terms of sanctuary, like, it's been a rough time. Um, severe depression that I was unwilling to treat and then did treat and um, lots of body surgery stuff that needed to be taken care of and then recover directly after I recovered from the depression. <laughs> so like, cool, cool. And then finally now I'm at this space of like, I can soften and expand and kind of like grow. I was like, you know, this summer, like maybe I'm going to like go on a date or like go to Rockaway and like have fun with my friends and get day drunk or like, I'm going to, like, I had this like, kind of excitement of like, I'm not laid up on the couch and I don't hate myself anymore. Like, I'm going to go live a little and- Ready for the world. I was ready for the world. Dr. Claver's newest release is a book of uh, poems and spells. so crass to drop it's, a book title, but it just, it was a true sentiment. It's actually, I, I just wanted to say something. It's right here. I can just do a quick plug. I have four copies available right now. <laughs> Um, because I'm giving them as gifts to my favorite, to my sisters, um, who have all of your books <laughs> and, um, no, it kind of matches my nostalgia shirt. I never, oh yeah. This is, and also the cover is just sickening. It's so good. Um, yes. okay. well, thank you for helping me find that club. Land. Thank you for helping me be a part of it. I mean, what a gift, what a joy. Um, and by the way, everybody gets it. Everybody's like, oh, right. It's like a book about the internet, but it's also a spell book. So it's like, there's this digital font and then, you know, like it reads. We did it. So thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It was my truly one of my greatest joys. That shit gives me more pleasure than it. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love doing that. Kind of, I love design. Yes. Um, and it's also, you know, I love you so deeply my beloved oh pink scrunchie coming out there it is we're talking about hair again and you know what it's a fucking slumber party so get into it friends um i had this just in case i got warm after drinking rosé for a little bit i'm hot it happened so. yeah i'm so hot but i'm so like when what are you what's your nickname for quarantine is it quar or like quara or like what's your he knows <laughs> That's that's like an Italian joint. Um, <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I actually um, is, that, is that racial? That's a what is it? No, I don't think so. Did I not hear? What did you say? No, I was just like, like making a joke about Italian restaurants. Um, oh yeah, fine. Yes, of course. Anyway, uh, I was actually resistant to calling it quarantine at all for a while oh, because. Okay. Quarantine actually means like you don't leave the house. That's you know? right. And it's not, yeah. Most everybody, I mean, there are some exceptions among friends of mine, but most everybody I know is still leaving the house um, occasionally for groceries and vlog yeah. and whatever. So that's not actually quarantine. It's self-isolation. And so I was like being very particular about my words. <laughs> <laughs> words matter. They um, do, though. They do. Yeah. So for a while, I was being very particular. And then there was a moment where it was just like, it just took over as like the it word is. to yeah. describe what's happening. And 
It has fewer syllables. <laughs> so you know and okay. so i will give it that um yeah so yeah i've um yeah i don't know i guess i just try to avoid saying all the words but what all about you? yeah yeah well i was calling it quar because <laughs> 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 this is great content i think we're really like knocking it out of the park <laughs> We've, we've, <laughs> we've hit our stride yet again. Um, we can't we haven't talked about what's going on, so we need to just talk about like nicknames for quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm like now. I'm like, who fucking cares? No, please, no, please, please. go on. You know what? I do want to. I want to tell our listeners something very important: is that we switch from the dolphin, dolphin to the shell, shell because oh, of yeah. James Franco. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much, that's the that's the well, we're done. Say, well, can you elaborate on that? <laughs> well, I need your help with it though, because yeah. my brain is a little scattered. Not only because of Quara, but also because in Quara, there's two syllables. Well, there's two, there's a couple different. I think that's what I was trying to get at. Is there's a couple different abbreviations going around. Is uh -huh. there's um, a lot of people are saying quar q u a r. Just get it one syllable, keep it in. I hate it. I don't like in. I don't like how it ends with the r. I, I'm not into it, but it like makes sense to me. I've used it. Quar. It's like guar, the which of course makes an appearance guar. in Empire Records, which is the best. But like, I don't need to. I don't like anyway. Um, and then Rachel Syme, the writer, at, I think mostly, she lots of places, freelance, but lots of New York Magazine stuff. Um, she's been calling it Quara, and she's definitely like, I like that kind of like feminine slant to it. I think it's a much prettier word. Um, Wait. I don't know if it makes a lot of sense though. I think it's more Quar. <laughs> it's Quara, you know. I but yeah, I've been there should I, be like a sharpness and a hardness to it. Yeah, some yeah. bullshit about it, and I think that's Quara. Yeah. I think Quara makes it. You need to choke on the word, as you that's say it. Okay. Yeah. okay, there she is. That's right. Yeah. You do need to choke on the word. Oh, what a motherfucker! But what about Tino's? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just like? Go get a slice. <laughs> Keep things light. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is in Bohemia. That's what it is. We are currently in Tino's, and it's yeah, yeah. Because you can't even if you if you take any sentence that starts with like quarantine is, and you change it to Tino's is, <laughs> makes a big difference. <laughs> and also now I'm realizing what the association is. It's Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes everything a little more fun. And you think maybe right. like you're too old for them or they're too salty or whatever, but you're not really going to refuse them if they're on a plate in front of you. I've no. tried this. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody has any willpower. Yeah. Totino's. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm trying to figure out, Becca. Sorry for these revving motorcycles in the background. I can hear them. It was open for business. <laughs> open for revving motorcycles. Anyway. I feel 
there is, um, there's some motorcycle action going on <laughs> in my park place recently. There's a lot of motorcycle action going on. Um, Tis the season, I guess. All right. Yeah. Tis the season. You know, Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I know dead 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 air is not what we're supposed to do. Um, I just it, when I said park place, I just remembered I'm you know moving to yeah. California. Yeah. I don't think I said that yet. For, Congratulations, I only by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's I'm at a I'm a baby shower. I'm a, I know. This, yeah. yeah, you deserve all the showers. None of funerals. Not funerals. <laughs> Not funerals. I'm not going. I, I'm. I am at a funeral, but I'm leaving the funeral in a week. And yeah, it's wild, wild shit. I like the two of them together, though. I mentioned yes. this earlier because it's like you are both the dead. I mean, I know you're planning the funeral, or whatever. But in my mind, like the way how, like in your dreams, everyone is just like an aspect of you. You know. Mm. So in these visions, it's like you are both the dead person. Mm -hmm and the fetus you know like coming, you know, coming into this world that's right we won't call it a human yet yeah <laughs> it's not yeah that's right it's a collection of cells it's a collection of cells and yeah exactly um you know it's so interesting that you say that because i've been thinking about it more as like i'm the pregnant person and i'm the planner of the funeral you know and that is how you described it no no i but that's but i think the way that you're saying, like, I'm removing myself from the experience by having those two, by putting myself in those positions. And I think that you are correct in that I am the fetus and the dead person. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you're all four, which is so fucking intense and really speaks to like having to be alone <laughs> during Tino. <laughs> As soon as I knew I was going to say it, I was like, not appropriate. Like, being alone during quarantine is actually really sad and stressful, but I'm sorry, I had to say it. No, I think that's the problem is that it is, it's like, like, I, yeah, it, being alone in quarantine is fucked up, um, but also it's definitely, I could not, like, I can't, I can hardly FaceTime with people. Like when I, uh, yeah, it's. What do you think of Marco Polo? I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, I don't want to talk about it. I, I like it. It's fine. I like I, it. It's I, peer, I peer pressured Lauren to go. You, a lot of people peer pressured me to do it. And so that's why I don't want to talk about it. And I do, it's fine. And, and I think the best, well, it's fine. Let's just not even talk about it. <laughs> I, I usually only peer pressure. Me to party. Right. It's like Marco Polo is part of a party. So it's like, that's you actually, to, you have to come to this party, Marco Polo. That's know? right. So yeah, I think it kind of lines up with my regular peer pressure tactics, which are, which revolve around parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's the thing too, is I don't know if it's actually peer pressure. I think it's just like invitations to, to connect with friends. It's like, okay, Austin's having a roof party. And I think he's <laughs> yeah, well, moving to DC. And we need to go because this might be the last time we're all together yes. on the roof under the crescent moon. That's right. That's my style of peer pressure. That's right. What, what moon, 
Was it a moon when my crown chakra got smashed by that motherfucker? Oh, God. I don't know if that was... Uh... Can, let's talk about nostalgia. Can we talk about some <laughs> things that have happened in Brooklyn and in the studio and in our surrounding... Absolutely. Uh, okay. Because my crown chakra got smashed by a fucking yoga bro coming on to me who thought it was going well after... Like, I... Upload something, maybe yeah. means... Yeah, you can listen to it on Find the episode. It. Fuck that... And it, like, may, may, may blessing shower upon his wife because, <laughs> fuck that. Like, fuck that shit. Like, no. It's cold. Uh-uh. It's cold. I'm a cold ass bitch. Those motherfuckers better run. What the fuck was he doing? I, no, grossitating. I hate him. Anyway. But no one can steal your crown. You're the queen of the neighborhood, of the scene. Park Place, well, Cold Queen, Lily. Yeah, um, I mean, that's right. I mean, I, I, we're talking about, we just identified who the actual queen is. Yeah, and she lives a couple blocks that way. Another really good memory I have, besides all of our very special times inside of the studio, is um, one spring in- equinox, maybe my, my last spring equinox. In oh, boy. Our, when yes. our lawyers came over and we took... I think hard-boiled eggs. Were they hard-boiled? No, not hard-boiled. They were were just eggs. Yes. And we heard you could balance eggs more easily on the Equinox because everything's balanced. And um, we did it on your steep steps. And we got photos, I think, of all four of them. We do, yeah. 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 Mine was, yours was the first to go up and mine was the last to go up. The the lawyers got them done in the middle and they were on the, on the, one of the, they all lined up together. It was so special. That was a really special one. Another really amazing thing for me was when you came over and helped me build my drawers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also, I mean, we didn't do a ritual room up the day, but yeah. you also filmed the ritual room. Um, like, <laughs> uh, underground, never before seen because it has yet to be edited. Uh, documentary, <laughs> the ritual room. Yeah. That's right. Uh, ritual room coming to you in approximately 2035. That's know. right. I think that's good. I think that's some a time I could probably do. Well, because I want to say, Becca, first of all, for our new listeners, um, uh, Dr. Claver uh, actually started her career in film and um, yeah, at USC. So like not for nothing, she's also a film genius in addition to a uh, feminist poetics genius in addition to a genius writer um, and friend. <laughs> I would call, I, I'm definitely not a film genius. I, I don't know. you like a, a TV amateur. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's as close as I could get to it. Um, no. But it, it, is, it is funny that like, um, when I have been asking people like, because all the colleges and universities are probably going to close and like, you know, there will be no, there will be no more higher ed except for like Google at MIT and Facebook X Harvard or whatever. Um, so anyway, I've been asking people like, okay, like if everything crashes, which it's about to, and there are no more colleges and universities and also there are already no jobs, like, what should I do? And it has been astonishing to me how many people are like, you should write for Netflix or like, <laughs> whatever. I was like, you guys, like, that's what I tried. Like, I, 
went to go do that when I was like, well, not Netflix, it didn't exist when I was 18. But and right, I, and then you get a PhD and like- I was just like, I was not good at it. Um, I don't know, man, we grow, we change. Like what I'm saying <laughs> is that you and I could write, but now I'm like, actually, so maybe, I know you hate LA, but maybe I coax you to LA. I don't hate LA the way I used to. And I think LA is actually better now too, because yeah. like 20 years ago, we're talking, you know? Right. Um, okay, okay. So I think LA is better. I don't hate it. I don't want to live there, but I will go there. <laughs> well, and like, also like, what if, well, and I'll, you know, we'll see where it happens, but I just think that you and I could probably write something really fucking sick, by the way. Yes. It yeah. could also, I think we've got a really good title already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I have not sworn it off. It's just like, it's funny yeah. that like all, when I reach out for ideas, that so many of these ideas are sort of like, go back to the beginning. Yeah. Like, remember this thing that you did for two years when you were 18 and 19 and then <laughs> Wait, in order to be a super nerd snake? forever. <laughs> what's the snake that like eats itself? Ouroboros. Uh huh. That's mm -hmm. what. That's what this is. If you do it, it's like going back. Oh to right. Yep. I'm eating my own tail. That's right. Interesting. That's right. Yeah, but I'll write a show with you for sure. Like, um, yeah, okay. I'm not. It's right. like select projects. Sign me up. Like, yeah. going back to LA and like trying to be a screenwriter. Like, I'm never gonna do that. You know. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll see what okay. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I don't, me too. I'm not going to be a, I, maybe I'm not going to say I'm not going to be a screenwriter. Maybe I am. Yeah, I think you might be. I might. I probably <laughs> am, actually. I'm probably going to be like, be the best screenwriter. <laughs> yeah, probably be the best one. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks. Probably be an uh, Oscar winning screenwriter. Oh gosh. Probably uh, better than Oscars because Oscars kind of suck. No, I don't, I'm going to, yeah, I'll get a Golden Globe for say. sure. I'm going to refuse my Oscar, I think. <laughs> on what grounds do you read? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this also needs a never say goodbye essay <laughs> like explain yourself right now we'll see I'll come up with something good I'm sure when the time comes I'm excited for you to <laughs> write this speech in advance though <laughs> I refuse this Oscar is the title of the <laughs> speech I'm really looking forward to the reasons like I wonder what yeah, I'll have to decide what I win the Oscar for so that I can reference the work before. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's sort of like when Adele won the Grammy and um, Beyonce didn't for Lemonade. And Adele was like accepting the Grammy, but it was like yeah. kind of like handing it to Beyonce, like in the front row. Like, this is not acceptable. Like, We're you still know. Accepted it. I still, to this day, frankly, um, I like, I. I don't know if anyone else like cares about this, but I have never forgiven Adele for not refusing it. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. It was like, she was like going through the no, motions of like- it. She said, I don't, she, this belongs to Beyonce, but I thank you so much. Like she like did this like thing. She said Beyonce's name in the first four words that came out of her mouth when she got it. Right. But then, and so, yeah, I still am like that. She, I, I don't love the, like the fact that she, even brought attention to it and didn't fucking put it down on the ground and be like, you guys, I can't, there's no fucking way I can take this. Like no shade to everyone who worked on it. I love you guys. You made an amazing album, but like, we can't deny what is here. Like, no. 
I totally agree. As she was doing it, I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's going to happen. Like, she's going to use this because this is absolutely absurd. Outrageous. You know? Like, yeah. that, I mean, there was one good song, and it's sort of like a cheesy good song on that album. It's not Lemonade, you know? So, anyway. <laughs> Honestly, Adele fans fucking come for us. We don't care. Like... <laughs> I'm really into I'm really into the genre of I refuse this award. Actually, I remember it reminds me of um, when our lawyer Alton and I were in high school and um, we were in Spanish Honor Society together, and I like fake ran for president. I don't know what I was running for. It was whatever Austin wanted to be. I was like fake running for it and then we had these speeches in Spanish of like oh my God, because you you only did it to run against him no I did I did it for a joke because um <laughs> no but like but a joke to run against him yeah oh, yeah no. I was just pretending to run yeah. like I, I, was, I was like running for things like kind of as a joke in high school like crown queen and then um, one but in that case I won so yeah. uh, <laughs> but in this case it was like we were, it, like the stakes were very low. It was like Spanish honors, or maybe like the Spanish club. It's probably Spanish club. <laughs> and like the stakes were so low, and like whatever Austin was running for, I just pretended to run for it too. And then like I gave this big speech in Spanish, and then Can I like give us a snip of it. I can't remember at all. Okay. Um, but like basically halfway through the speech, I was like, no. No, <laughs> it's like this is all wrong. I've seen El Rey. Should be Presidente, and like I, was, I like gave. It, I just sort of. I think we were just trying to make our Spanish teachers laugh because they laughed at everything and like they thought it was really funny. So anyway. Oh my God, that's so funny. I love, I just... So not accepting the award, not not yeah. giving that's up right. the nomination. So that's right. Yep. Um, in, in sixth grade, I think, I've, I think I have told this story on the cast before, but I'm doing it again. Um, I'm not sure if I did, but um, in sixth grade, Nancy Walzer was my English teacher and she was like the young, cool English teacher. She was the young, cool teacher period and she was the English teacher. Mm -hmm. And she, I was so lucky to be in Walzer's class. It was like such a big deal. Yeah. And she asked us to write a poem. And so we did, we all wrote poems and we went to class and she asked if anyone would wanted to stand up and read their poem. And I, you know, raised my hand yeah. obviously and stood up and started reading my poem. And I was like, <clears throat> sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm my only friend <laughs> it's the city I live in <laughs> the city of angels and Nancy Walzer was hip to this shit she was like oh Lauren sit down like, stop it you have to read your whole, whole poem now like and I had written one so I was okay oh, but I did do a really good kind of like red hot chili peppers shout out in the sixth grade um in the sixth grade English room, uh, yeah. which was exciting. I mean, I wouldn't mind if you wanted to sing us out with that number. 
I'm putting well, on I was going to ask you, what time is it? Like, how long have we been casting for? No idea. There's not a timer on this. Zoom. Right. It's like, is it 10 minutes or is it 77 <laughs> hours? Like, has, have we, it's, I, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like any, before I sing a sound. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for accepting my. <laughs> Oh shit, we never, we started with Sanctuary, but we never got to <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I think that there's a couple things, the loose ends we need to yeah, have. Okay. Let's sanctuary. tie them up. Okay, we're going to do it. Sanctuary. Uh, I, it is a divine feminine sanctuary in this space that has provided me much safety while I have, this is, yeah, we're going to send the studio out in fucking style right now. So we, um, it is, it is a divine feminine space that has held me, especially with the bells of Teresa. Yes. Um, through the darkest hours. You're frozen. My life. Yeah. And, oh no. What do we do? Oh, there you are. Yeah. I don't know why that happened, but uh, we didn't hear what you said, or I didn't hear what you said about the bells of Teresa. The bells of Teresa have been holding me. Can you hear me? Is yeah. the cast over? No, it's happening. It's happening. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you were nodding your head like, yes, it's over. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, sanitarium. I lost my fucking mind in this house, so that's why it's a sanitarium. Beep bop, boo bop. <laughs> and we're scanning in between. Is oh oh fuck fuck. Oh. Okay, wait. No, it's a sanctuary. It's a divine feminine sanctuary. Luca's like, what? Um, I didn't know you could scat, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're so good at podcasting still <laughs> we're so it's like so i know he's still sleeping his head is on the bookshelf like mm. um sanitarium i lost my mind here and <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy that i got my shit together here <laughs> and that i didn't die here which was truly on the tablescape. Uh, I, oh, wow, damn, yeah. went there. There I am. It's all here, it's always been. Um, and studio. That was a Hammond B3 organ. Beautiful. Yes, It was the gathering place for the most beloved people in my life and the place that I have lived longer than I've ever lived anywhere else. I've been here for Including your childhood. Including my childhood. So beautiful. How many years? Nine. So beautiful. Yeah. And I love it so much and I always will. And I hope if we can make a new mood intention, I hope yes. that a hundred years from now, a plaque 
is on the outside of 586 because it is a historical marker. That's right. Because this is where the real housewives of Bohemia lived. That's right. If anyone is looking for Bohemia a hundred years hence, they should know. 586 Park Place. We can give away her address because she's about to leave. I'm leaving. 586 Park Place. <laughs> That's right. Location of Bohemia. The location of we Bohemia. We can put up our own fucking plaque later, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll put up our own plaque. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has been one of my most important homes away from home. Um, I don't know what I would have done those years. Um, my last years in New York when I would walk the only 10 minutes, which breaks my heart to even think about, the only 10 minutes from uh, Franklin and Brevoort to Franklin and Park pick up a little bottle of bop on the way, rosé, bubbly rosé, we're really going for it. And we did, and we would. We did, um, and we did, and we did. <laughs> <laughs> and show up at your house always, you know, 15, 20 minutes later than I said I was going to New York time. Which was the right amount of time for me to do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, um, I want you to know that the last stew I made, I finished. I ate all of it. Nothing, nothing molded in the fridge. Like things are different. Like I have to leave. Like if that's, you know, like new listeners like that, <laughs> this, <laughs> I've been on a journey with stew. <laughs> One of the many character arcs. <laughs> Oh, the Real Housewives of Bohemia is that uh, Lauren now finishes a pot of stew. So and, and I clean the stew pot because I like want to be able to tend to myself more. Yeah, I yeah. can't, Rebecca. I, I can't. know, and it is hard to feel it when you're facing imminent loss, but everything you did in that space, everything you loved in that space, you carry with you. And that is absolutely true. Mm. It doesn't feel true because we're like very tied to 3D reality, you know, but it's true. You carry it all with you. That's your story. Yes. So, yeah. But it is one of the most fucked up things in the world that we can't go back to these apartments that we used to live in that yeah. are the most important yes. for us. Like, that's why it's so important that like bars last a hundred years or even 20 or whatever, you know, because it's like, yeah. oh, there's a place you could actually go back to. Yeah. But and that's the thing. It's like, you can, you can never go back. I think that's, it's like, you know, yeah. Like people are like, it's there. You can go back to New York like you can always go back to visit it's like to fucking you just said to visit I'm not trying to come back and visit like yeah this yeah I just feel I'm so thankful for my time here and I mean we would not be together forever if it weren't for our time in New York and I'm also just like I can't believe my life is continuing I think here in the sanitarium sanctuary studio it i'm on my own i'm not dating i'm barely seeing friends my world got very small i was recovering 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 from so many different things and it just feels like time is standing still 
but it absolutely isn't. And now pandemic times is a different thing about time. But like my experience here is like, no, 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 time hasn't stood still. I've been here for the longest I've ever lived anywhere. And my life isn't expanding in the walls of the studio anymore. And it's just, it's heartbreaking that that's the truth. And it's also just like, it's sort of, um, like personality breaking to think that like that I'm gonna try for something else like the studio is so wonderful and the neighborhood's so great and New York is of course what it is and like but like that I think I like even deserve to have like people close to me you know I have more friends in LA than I do any like all other places combined at this point like mm -hmm my mom's there, two of my sisters are there. Like I just, you know, to even allow myself the kindness of having a community is something that is really blowing my mind. And like, you know, it's like sort of how I used to be like, I'm like sort of in love with the shadow and the darkness and the depression. And like, to think that like, I'm going towards the light is like really fucking me up. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fucking me up. I'm like, I don't, do, do I deserve it? Do I want it? I like the cave. I'm like being a cave dweller. I don't want to go talk to anybody. But it's, I know. hate to break it to you, but you're growing. And um, yeah, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need you to know, I thought you said you're growing, B-R-O-L. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, what does that mean? And then when I heard growing, it was like, oh my God, right. Yes, no, I'm not growing at all. <laughs> Growing it all. It's the opposite of growing. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think right. that um, it actually makes perfect sense because you could not have let go to this beautiful apartment in this perfect neighborhood in this perfect city. You know, everything ideal, right? Yeah. People would kill for it. Yeah. Um, you could not have let go had you not believed, had you not had hope, had you not believed that there was something waiting for you. And it's not just a belief, it's, it's there waiting for yeah. you. And so it's like, you needed to want that more than you wanted to stay. And now you have arrived at that moment and that is painful slash powerful. Yeah. It's like the, it's that, it's the Aniasin quote, the like, the day came when it was more painful to stay tight inside of the bud than it was to blossom. Like, Girl, I had that on my wall in college when it's I thought a, I was going to be a screenwriter. I think I had it on my journal in college. Like, I think it's like, so God bless Aniasin. I love her. She also, you know, is a Paris queen, but died in Silver Lake. That's right. She lived did. in Silver Lake. Yeah. Her ashes um, were tossed out over the Pacific by her last husband. Um, and yeah, speaking of plaques, I went to Versailles to find an Iceman's plaque um, uh, outside the house where she lived there once yep. upon a time in college. Um, so yeah, that, that's a little vision of Bohemia. We want, we want one of those guys. One That's right. We want one of those. I went to her plaque at her place in the 13th. So, okay, here we are. The Bohemian Housewives always together. You know where to find it. Fucking scaring motherfuckers to death because they better run. They've got to run.
just a run. 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 